The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. video was <laughs> that's like one, that's one crazy bizarre thing to me is that i always think to myself like oh youtube has been around forever but when i was like at least a baby baby it was not a thing and that's <laughs> what i always think i was like well oh, you don't YouTube's really have your first forever. memory like your first memory that can be retained forever yeah. until you're like five years old what's your first memory do you have a specific uh, one that uh, you go back to that you're like this was um, the first one i ever had I thought about it. I remember I was, we were still sharing the room and mom was, uh, this was back when mom had long hair. Right. Right. So I was no older. I didn't really see that. I was no older than three years old. Okay. So um, I remember you were scaring me about what shadows were and stuff like that. (laughs) And me, like my three-year-old brain, I was like, this is some like concept of like demons, like a shadow is a demon. I didn't know that it was just a lack of light. So you were like, see that? You weren't even trying to scam me. You were like, see that? That's a shadow right there. And I was like, oh my God, that's dark. That's scary. Stay away from those. And then I was like up at night because shadows were everywhere because it was nighttime. Yeah. And then uh, after like a long meeting or something, mom came home and she was like, what's going on? And I was like half asleep and... Yeah, that was my first memory. Wow. Yeah. That's that's a really early age to have your first memory at is like three and a half years old. That is. Yeah. I think mine was, so we went on, it was before you guys were born, but we went on this trip um, to Virginia. It was me and mom and then Aunt Renee and her family were on it. And we all went down there and then we went to D.C. and it was a super fun trip. And that was the first thing I remembered. I think I was like three and a half or four, something mm-hmm. like wow. that. Yeah. But it was, I think, just how fun it was. Yeah. I think that imprinted on my brain. Like, yeah. I was at that point where, like, that was the thing that made the impression that it was like, this is going to shape what your life was. Yeah. Yeah, Man. it's weird. Wow. Ben, do you remember what your first was? <sighs> yeah, you, your guys. <laughs> Yours is so specific. Mine is just, I remember me and John... Standing back to back, trying to see who's taller. That was it. I mean, that's but like <laughs> yeah. that's specific to you. Like that's the, that memory guess, is specific yeah. to something to you. Like I don't know what it was about that day or what you two were doing. Maybe yeah. you guys were just having fun together, and that was. I, don't I know. think I really think something about introducing dis- different aspects of life to you really helped shape the first. You, um, Dan, really got to like travel and like see different things and the just the aspect of oh there's different there's different places in the world that we can just go and see and that might have left an imprint 
I got lucky. I got lucky with that. And you did too when you went um, to Amsterdam. Like, I'm sure you had that experience. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Like, that's that's a culture shock, whether or not it's drastically different or if if it's a third world country or whatever. But, like, no, that's definitely first. Yeah, I know. But, like, it it probably impacted you just as much as Rwanda impacted me when I went to it. Like, that. It has those similarities, even though it's not the exact same experience. You're experiencing Mm -hmm. something that you never thought you could in your life. Like, it's cool getting (laughs) off that plane on that flight, because I'm sure your flights were long, too. But it's cool getting off and being like, I'm halfway around the world right now. Like, that's how I felt. I was like, like, I'm... I can't walk like if I walked all day and night, I wouldn't see one person I knew mm-hmm. like within this. And it makes you realize how big everything is. Yeah, but then even really being in Rwanda, I think the thing that impacted me the most and I don't know why I expected things to be so different is it was still normal people living normal lives. Yeah. Like no matter what, yeah, like they were just living it in wow. a different way. That's really and they were just happy living how they lived and like in the beautiful, beautiful way they live. I love it. It's that almost country. like I don't know how to explain this to someone who's never traveled at least two states outside their normal like living area or around the world. But if you've never traveled, imagine going on Google Street View, but you can actually feel the sun on your skin mm. and hear what the nature sounds like and actually get to touch and feel things and yeah. see, yeah, like make eye contact with people. Um, it's just a totally, it, it'll rock your world for yeah, sure. And Ben, what am I saying? You went to Italy. Oh, yeah, that's right. And- you know, one thing I was thinking is That's that... like, oh, yeah, I was in Italy, <laughs> duh. Like, yeah. oh, okay. Like, well, one thing I was I thinking Just took a about... walk to my backyard. Oh, <laughs> freaking Italy. Well, one thing I was thinking about is that uh, we all have... We've all went out of, um, you know, halfway around the world before, but we never did it together. I know. I would love to do it's something. So yeah, definitely. If we were to do that, where would you want to go? <sighs> I know. That's a great question. That's a really. I would want to see a lot of Europe. I think um, Europe. We I could definitely... go. I Asia would be another place I'd mm-hmm. love to see. I'd love to see everything, but like, I would love to go to Europe and just hit everything in like twenty-one days or so. Like, take yeah. a whole month oh, and yeah. just tour like Germany and France and like London and like everywhere around yeah. there. You know, what about you? What do you think? Where should we go? Definitely Mediterranean. Ooh, that like would Greece. be dope. Greece, Laos, okay. places okay. like that. Ben, I would say Japan. Yeah, Japan's I really want to top. That's yeah. got to be that's that's a, really that's a bucket cool list item is to be able to go to Japan. Yeah, yeah my friend Blake really wants to go there. Too. Ooh. He loves it, especially he's uh, really into cooking and stuff. And there, I'm pretty sure they're really high in their calling. Japanese cuisine is stuff. delicious, yeah. delicious. So that's yeah. I would love to go there. Even you'll you'll see a lot of uh, vending machines on there that um, those rice buns that come in the triangle. Oh my god! I've always wanted can, to try those. Yeah, I've always, dude. Yeah. I see those so often. Like, we see them we, in like every anime. Yeah. That oh my we god! Ever had. It's amazing. Like like Spirited Away, they had it in that. I'm pretty sure. Sh- no, they didn't have it in. No, our, they did. Yeah. They did. So, no, I was thinking uh, Princess Mononoke. They also had it, but they didn't. I think they did at points. 
They had rice, but they I don't think they had the low rice Oh, balls. yeah, you might yeah. be right. Yeah. That's such a good movie. Oh, yeah. it's so good. I love... Uh, I just love that movie so much. I love Miyazaki's movies, but mm-hmm. I love that movie specifically. That, I'm pretty sure that mm-hmm. one's my favorite one. It's, it's just so gorgeous. Like, beginning to end, it's just this gorgeous, violent masterpiece. Like, yeah. you're, just, you're, you're watching it and you're like, I can't believe somebody wrote this and, like, created this thing that's supposed to be, like... I think especially when we saw it, yeah. it was like animation was supposed to be for kids. And then to see something that's like animated that violently yeah, for the first time. That's a good point. Like, because it came over here on a deal with Disney yeah. of all things. And they say like bastard and stuff like that. And then it's like it, – Yeah, people's arms Disney? get bitten off. Well, like, yeah, someone's arms get chopped right off. They don't show any blood. I think yeah, Disney they do. Does, they do? Yeah, they show tons of blood. Yeah, them. Disney just um, distributed it, I think. Yeah, they didn't, I don't know. Oh, just distributed it. Yeah. They didn't really put their name on it. Well, yeah. they did, but it wasn't like um, they translated like part of their it. Catalog. Over? I don't. So I don't think English? it's something you would see on Disney Plus. No, yeah, it's yeah. definitely not on the. It's on HBO. If you don't know what we're talking about, it's uh, Studio Ghibli films. Mm-hmm. They're absolutely amazing. I absolutely recommend them. They're all just fantastic movies. Yeah. Uh, another good one is uh, Howl's Moving Castle. Howl's Moving yeah, Castle is gorgeous. Great one. So awesome. good. Castle in the Sky is amazing. Oh, my God. I could watch that. Spirited Away. My Shout Neighbor Totoro. Mark Hamill. Oh, my God. I love him so much. Yeah. There's, um, I just recently finished up a Japanese uh, literature course, and there's this movie that we watched um, probably week three or four end of the semester and we watched a little movie called children who chase lost voices and it's studio ghibli-esque but it's directed by one makoto shinkai okay so and the way people were talking about the film they were like oh i love this shinkai film yeah and i was like wait what other films has he done and they're like oh dude you got to talk about this 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 they were talking about it the same way that everyone talks about Studio Ghibli, which made me think, oh, my God, there's this whole other avenue of just Japanese anime. Yeah. yeah that is like ha- I haven't even point. touched it. It's like playing a video game and going through one skill tree mm-hmm. and then finishing that. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, I got five. Others. I've got so many yeah. skill trees. It's yeah. like Skyrim. Yeah. Like you were like, there's no way I'll ever be able to exactly. do them all. Like, and they're all good. <laughs> it's just too much. Dude, it's so yeah. much. Um, my, my mother-in-law's boyfriend, Dave, he just, I respect him so much because he just throws on an anime randomly mm-hmm. and we'll just keep watching it. Like if the show ends, it's just a random new one he watches. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how do you switch that fast? It takes me like, it takes me a minute to change to anime. Because he know, just lived in that world for so long. And that's a like, good point. I don't want to leave this yet. That's like, a good I'm point. I'm still, you know. Yeah, that's extremely true. Like, I get it. Yeah, it's... Honestly, anime is great, though. It really is. Um, let's take a second. Welcome to episode 12 of Your Average Ordinary. I'm your host, Dan Torres. We wanted to just get right into our conversation because we were just talking. We haven't seen each other in a hot minute. Um, how's everybody doing? I hope everybody had a great week. I hope everybody's mental health is in good check. Make sure you're taking time for yourself. Breathe, relax. You made it through another week. You're doing awesome. My guests this week are... 
Um, I always say that people are my favorite people, but these are two people that are just the other parts of me. They really are. I talk about chosen family a lot on this podcast, and these two are my actual family. Um, we all grew up in around the same age range and have ridiculous stories together, and we've just we had each other's backs through our entire lives. I'm so happy for our 12th episode to have my brothers, John and Ben Torres, as guests on the podcast. So welcome, guys. It's <laughs> really good much. to have you. Thank you. Happy Thank to you. be here. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's good. This is fitting, seeing that last week was my last week in North Tonawanda, so now I'm officially out. That's right. Oh, yeah. And now you guys have to run North Tonawanda without me. Like you guys oh, are we in have charge. to run it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I get one side, you get the other side. I had the, I had the, Sorry. I had the mayor of Oliver Street on here last week, Randy. He, so <laughs> he's got that area covered. Like, okay. Okay. he will always be the king of Oliver Street. But like, you guys can take over the rest. You got to yeah, run we'll, my routes. We'll tag team it, yeah. You got to put on my Batman costumes and go patrol <laughs> all the time, day or night. Both. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, day, day and night. Gonna, day and yeah, John, day. Do you want to take shifts? <laughs> or do you just want to have separate costumes? And we um, can both go out at the same time. Some people are like, how are they in so many places? That's impossible. Yeah, I like that idea. Okay. Ooh, yeah, we'll like a, like a like a mystery of the Batwoman type of thing. Yeah. Do you remember exactly. that one? Yeah. Oh, that was a great I'll one. never forget calling that like five minutes into that movie the first time I saw it. Like they introduced all three of them and I was like – I remember seeing the first one and being like, it's her. And then seeing the second one and being like, it's her. And then I see the third one and I was like, oh, maybe it's her. Or you know what? It could be all three of them. I think it might be all three of them in yeah. some way. And th- but then it was like, even though I called it when it happened, I was like, ah, oh, this is so cool. Like, this is actually yeah. like a really good one to follow. <laughs> yeah. That's a fun one because it's like that era was fun seeing how the Batman animated series had all these like side movies that popped off of it mm-hmm. and that you could enjoy um yeah. on Cartoon Network sometimes and then just watch them yeah, at home. Like I think right. we they rented Mystery of the Batwoman from the library, if I'm correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, probably. That was a great movie. Yeah, because remember we whenever we saw it at the library, we were like, we have to grab this mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. in case. You know? Yeah, it's oh, so good. So but good. you had like you had Mystery of the Batwoman. Then you had um Batman Sub Zero, yeah, the one they did with one. Mr. Freeze. Uh Batman Rise uh uh Rise of Sinju. Is that no, no that's, that's the, the that's the PS two game. game. Remember they had the PS two game that was like that was a cool game because they almost did that more of like Marvel Ultimate Alliance style where you could switch off between all of them. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, that was cool. That was that a was fun one. Cool. It could have been it could have stood to be longer. I'll never forget back in the day, it's so weird to say now, but you craved Batman games in a lot of ways because none of them were out there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there weren't very many good ones either. No, there was yeah. So like you had that one, and then the Arkham games came along, and it was like just totally uh, monolith. Yeah, that part of the just so blew good. that blew the whole franchise yeah. out of the water, oh, yeah, and now ever, nothing will ever be the same exactly. again. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, that was so good. You platinumed um, Arkham Knight, didn't you? Yeah, I plat. You I did? Thanks. Wait, did I? I think no. you did because no, no. you got like all the Riddler trophies. I, and I stuff. didn't. I didn't platinum it, but I 100 percent of the game and got that oh, true ending. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, but it was still complete. a. Re- 
ridiculous amount of other trophies. Oh my god! Yeah, that's so much playtime you had to put into. That. Yeah, yeah, I love the Batman. Probably games, looking back, it was like 50, that. 60 hours I spent on that game. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's really crazy. <laughs> I liked. It's so hard because I wanted to play through Arkham Knight, but okay. knowing spoiler alert. Knowing the ending and knowing that um, the Arkham Knight was just Jason, Jason Todd, Todd the yeah, whole time, yeah. like I knew as soon as they started advertising it that way, it's like there's no other choice but it for mm-hmm. but yeah, for it to be Jason Todd. I, I kind of knew it, but I was like, um, it'd be really cool if Rocksteady really had the gall to make like create character. a new villain yeah. in the mythos. But, you know, they, they played it safe. I mean, it was a good story, but it was sort of predictable. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. Just as as good as Arkham City was, this uh, ending to the to the series could have been a lot better. Yeah, Arkham City was definitely the best out of all of them. Because well, it's it not... was just, it, it was, nothing could beat it at that point. Yeah. yeah. You know? It's not technically the last one, I think. They're doing a that new one, <clears throat> that Gotham Knight, where you could play as all the other. Well, that's Warner um, Brothers Montreal. Yeah. Yeah, but I heard it's still in the same storyline. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. But like there, there are definitely rumor. I can see there are definitely rumors going around. Yeah, I that only, it's in the same thing, but it's just too early to tell. Really, yeah, I only knew maybe. because I read somewhere that um, because that new Suicide Squad game is also coming out too mm-hmm. by Rocksteady. Uh, yeah, um, everyone thought it was related to that, and they were like, um, no, it's not related to that. It's related to Gotham Knight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and I might have it switched up. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Suicide Squad is linked to um, Arkham Knight and, and the Arkham series and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah. I yeah, the developers haven't really... Um, I think it was only released... Like, the teasers were released, like, last summer. So um, this might yeah, be the time true. where developers give, like, an update on, like, the story and where they are. Yeah, and we've also been working through a pandemic, too, so, like, that's probably not been at the top of their list. They've probably been, like, stay afloat, make video games, like, in that order. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't wait for more of that, though. Did you guys ever play um, Gotham Gotham City Imposters when it was out? That game was pretty fun for the short time it lasted. That was, like, it was almost like a Team Deathmatch-style game where um, one gang was Jokers and the other one was, like, guys dressed as Batman, and you shot each other. It was hilarious. No way. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yeah, it was free on PlayStation for a while, and then, like, no one played it, so the server ended up being Uh, down. Oh, no way. Yeah. That sounds awesome. I know. It was real fun. I loved that game so much. I played it a few times, but it was... At the time where there was only one PS3 in the house, so oh, oh yeah, yeah, I only played the dark that, days. I, yeah, the I dark only days. played that uh, Arkham Origins version, the one that remember they did that online one. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and I played that together. Yeah, that's that right. was really yeah. fun. That one was fun. Hmm. Yeah, that was a cool. I liked that era where like everybody had an online and you could do mm-hmm. something that's like true. that, yeah. and it was sort of the same thing, just in a different. Um, Genre. Even yeah. Bioshock had one. Bioshock 2 or 1? Two. 2. Isn't that really? weird? Yeah. That's so yeah. weird to me. Like, especially when you think of Bioshock Infinite, you don't think of 
there's no multiplayer. Like you, yeah. you don't play a multiplayer yeah. with yeah. that. That's just a game you play straight. But like, and so was the first one. So like to have it in the second mm-hmm. one and have like these weird ass modes like weird. that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. People just did that to to like take advantage of the online for a while because it was such a. Big I mean, thing. we had to get to all. It all just culminates to battle royale. Everything's a battle royale game oh, now. Yeah. yeah. So like, uh, we had to we had to get here from somewhere. We had to start from somewhere. Yeah. So it's true. What's your ideal if you're going to play a video game? What's your ideal game? Like, what would be not even necessarily your favorite of all time, but just something that you're like, this is enjoyable to play over and over again if I'm going for it. Yeah. So when I've been looking for, like, a new game to get into, I keep gravit- I keep telling myself, okay, I want a new experience, new story, new characters. I keep going back to JRPGs because mm-hmm. they oh, just really? offer a lot of hours, a lot of gameplay, um, good mechanics, um, deep lore and stuff like that. Okay. And... Especially with franchises like uh, Dragon Quest and uh, Final Fantasy, there's a lot of games to be to be played there. So mm-hmm. okay. I know yeah. that um, with each installment, it's like refreshing, a refreshing take on the series. So I know I won't get bored. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, JRPGs for me. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's fair. Right. I yeah. think that's a cool thing to be able to like, especially because you could play them so many ways too. Yeah. Like all the yeah. time. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, what about you? I would say I I absolutely love games that are just open world. Mm. That they are just so there's so, when there's so many options to do so many different things. I think that's the coolest thing. Like um oh my god, what's it called? Uh Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. There was like there was this beautiful beautiful place, you know, that was oh my god, it's gorgeous. I got to I gotta play it on the PS5. It would look so yeah. beautiful. The crispy. That. that would Christmas. be so cool. But um, better yeah. anti-aliasing, yeah, better exactly. shadow effects. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but games like that, uh, I really liked uh, Spider-Man. I'd like uh, mm-hmm. the new ones that they did. Those were fantastic. The open world aspect. Of, yeah, that was a great you game. Know, that was really good. That was everything I would ever look for in a Spider-Man game. Oh ever. yeah, absolutely. absolutely. They they nailed it. Yeah, with that, you know, we're big Spider-Man fans in this house. I'm um, wearing yes. for uh, audio listener, or well, everyone's an audio listener, but I'm wearing <laughs> a Spider-Man T-shirt in the form of the Spider-Man PS4 logo. Yes, I, that is correct. I'm staring right at it. Yeah, yeah, it's real nice. And John has the beautiful, beautiful shrine with his old PS4 in it. With the yeah. um, That's right. That's right. With the Spider-Man. It's all decked out in like, all his old different costumes and things like that. I was telling, yeah. I can't remember if I told both of you or just John, but a couple weeks ago at the studio, we had a Wings Gaming Night. And Matt has an emulator that has some old PS1 games on it. And the Spider-Man PS1 game was on. Oh, yeah. And I played through the first level, and I killed it. And then I got to Scorpion, and I couldn't beat him. I couldn't remember how to beat him and what to do. Yeah. Now, actually, in talking about this, I just remembered you pick up the furniture in the room and you throw it. Yeah, that's how you beat him. Like it just it just clicked. Now my brain just went. Yeah, yeah. You throw the furniture at him because like it took that long. (laughs) What used to be muscle memory? Oh my god! 
I used to be able to do that maze that you did in the, like leading up to finding Venom. I used to be able to do that no problem. Well, yeah. you remember you could if you really had a problem with it, you could just put in the cheat code for anyone that still has Spider-Man for the PS1. Go in the cheat codes and type in Stanley backwards eel mats, and you will have all the costumes unlocked for Spider-Man. Yeah, it's all. Uh, so you could have just gone to the uh, what is that? That Captain Invincible or whatever. Yeah, um, Captain yeah. Captain Universe. Universe. Captain Universe. That's right. And you could have just when is that? He would have never killed you. <laughs> Yeah, I That's think he, to just cheese through the game. It's so crazy, like thinking about at one point he had like unlimited power. Like all these superheroes end up getting like unlimited power for like a brief period of time for times. <laughs> but like that whole storyline in itself was wild. That was really. I mean, he punched Thor into space. Yeah, that was incredible. Yeah, well, that well that was in the what if though. That was so that, that was, was like if? an alternate storyline, yeah. Oh, but yeah, because he didn't keep the power, and that one was based on what okay. if he would have kept gotcha. it. Gotcha. Because he was like, yeah, I, I don't need this responsibility with okay. it. Like he used it to save the world, and then like it was it was done. Yeah. Um, but he had some like him with Peter Parker with God powers was some crazy shit for oh a time my God. being. That would be incredible. He fought this guy. We used to have this comic book where he fought this guy that was like Goliath and he could expand to like a hundred times his size or something like that. So he's just this giant guy. And uh, Peter's in the middle of getting his power. So Kingpin lures him to a place. And then the guy comes up from the ground and he's like just enormous. He's like just like (laughs) this ridiculous being. And Peter hit like does something and hits him with like this god shot of light and just like knocks him back <laughs> like it was the craziest thing to look oh at the panel and be like did he really just do that like he <laughs> he bodied this dude and it was easy and even he was like what is going on right now <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so good dude have you ever read of any of the comics john what's your favorite one for Spider-Man? For Spider-Man, yeah. Um, I haven't really read any of the comics. I read a couple of the Miles ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, the new Miles were okay. Yeah. Yeah, but, those are really good. Yeah. Other than that, um, I've only really just collected. I have one comic right now that I actually need to buy a new one because it's getting worn a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, really? But it's a reprint of the first issue where he meets up with a fantastic four Ooh, oh yeah i love that okay. one. Yeah. yeah but nice. it's the some of the color is like suit on his abdomen is getting a little grayed out yeah you know, just from wear and tear so i just need to buy another one. it's like four bucks yeah if you buy a reprint it's really yeah, cheap yeah. that if you get an original of that one that's one of the rarest ones you could i find. the original is like going for i want to say like 15 grand or something. Yeah, it's See, ridiculous. I don't yeah. have the original, but I think I have some sort of copy of it. Because I got it. Remember, I got it from like, I think it was Uncle George. It might he have been, He sent me yeah. like a little yeah. care package. Uh, it was uh, it was a new updated Spider-Man version of it. Yeah, it, it, it must have been well. It must have been a reprint of it. But mm-hmm. that's still cool. Like, that's a great yeah. collector's oh, item to be able to have yeah. is that comic, no matter what print mm-hmm. it is of it. Um, I, I think that's one of my goals in life is to have like 
a cool comic book that I have framed oh, and I'm proud yeah. of. Like a really, oh, yeah. really cool one. That's one I have like on my wall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. I used to be in like really into the industrial comics. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh really? I thought it was Deadpool. Yeah. No, Deathstroke. Or no, not Deadpool. Um. Oh my God. Why did I say that? Uh, Daredevil. Daredevil. No. No. Um, Deathstroke. Yes, though. No. I just I thought bra- he was so cool as a character and like just. The way he looks, his attitude, he's a bit older, but he can still move around, like, right, super easily. Yeah. All of that was just really appealing. I think it was around, like, ninth or 10th grade in high school. Yeah. That's All right. of that was just really appealing to me. Yeah. Slate is... Slate is... Slate, oh, Wilson. Yeah, he's yeah. so Slate. good. Yeah. He's awesome. Um, getting back to Spider-Man a little bit. So, let's get to a controversial segment of this podcast right off the jump yeah. oh boy so i'm a big fan of most of the spider-man movies we'll get into this a little bit tonight because I'll, I'll talk some spider-man movies and some good and some bad ones okay um so i'm a huge fan of the toby Maguire movies my okay. brother jonathan Absolutely. says they are dated and no longer good what so defend yourself here i just feel like the um oh when you think about the stories and like the plot a little too hard, it you kind of, you know, <laughs> the weeds start to rise and the See, cracks start showing. I and... will say this about it: they didn't do it accurately. <laughs> you know, he didn't get his powers the right way. That's he didn't get bit by a spider and get the webbing. In his wrists, you know. Oh, he did. They yeah, did yeah, yeah, yeah. He never had the webbing. Yeah, he he never had that just shooting out of his wrist. He well, built the gear, and that's, that's what like, I like. That's a big creative um, jump that Sam Mamie took to have. Like, what if his powers are like bio, um, like just a part of his biology now? And organic webbing is just a thing. Okay. I think they might have they might have done that to save on some like budgetary like tech stuff. Um, but yeah, what, my main gripe with the original trilogy is that just the plot is sort of all over the place, and the character decisions okay. and motivations okay hold on, hold don't on line though. up. Hold on though, you, I get what you're saying, but you cannot. You absolutely cannot deny Spider-Man 2. The train scene in that. The train that, scene that is absolutely is the phenomenal. the most amazing thing that has ever happened in, honestly, any Spider-Man movie. The only other thing that would probably top it scene-wise is the new Tom Holland one. Uh, spoiler mm-hmm. alert for anyone who hasn't seen it. He's fighting Mysterio and he... Uh, he has to close his eyes to see all those crazy good use fucking spider sense yeah. crazy good robots that sequence. was incredible so one good. of the best scenes in picking the spider sense I've ever seen I'm so glad John forced me to go to the movie theater that night he was like we if we don't see it tonight we won't see it and you know <laughs> that, that yeah and you oh know my that. god and I was like I know so we went and it was the best like one of the best decisions yeah. we ever made was to go see I that will movie. say but, Ben, I have a challenge for you. Um, oh, okay. So the train scene was approximately seven to eight minutes of that movie. What happened in the rest of the movie? What happened in the rest of the movie? Yeah, what happened in the rest of Spider-Man 2? Can you explain the plot to me? Well, I could tell you that he gets Aunt May. Or no, no. I can yeah. tell you that movie beginning to end. Yeah, I know right you now. can, Dan, but... 
<laughs> you want to see if he but can. But anyway, he go uh doesn't yeah, Doc Ock captures MJ. They go to that gym. Don't look at me. I'm like, you have no, to answer no, I'm, this one. I'm just looking to see if I'm, you know, on the right track here. <laughs> but, He's um, doing that thing a psychic does where they're like, do, do you know someone with a P? And then the no, eyebrow no, twitches. No, no, that's what happens, though. That, <laughs> I, I don't remember that generator thing he was building. I don't remember that. A mini but, neutron star uh, built on Earth. <laughs> pretty much. My God, how do you how do you remember that? Did you look this up recently? No, I I watched it about two years ago. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, can you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Holy crap! <laughs> the power of the sun. Yeah, the palm of my hand. That oh, was that big... was just. And cut... then all of a sudden, he snapped back, and he was, "Oh, what am I doing?" Okay, I, get, I get comic book movies that in that era are like just gearing up to be serious, but there's still a lot of camp to be had in them. There's a lot of yeah, for sure, for sure. There's like there's tons of camp in those movies, but oh, but yeah. they just don't age well. <sighs> I will say, real quickly, because I just think it's phenomenal. I think. Tom Holland is probably the best um, Spider-Man that they could go with. Yeah, because he's right the now. actual age that Spider-Man is supposed yeah. to be. Yeah, <laughs> but I would love if they did something like uh, the. There's a comic called uh, Spider-Man: Back in Black. Yep, where he um, he's with Aunt May, and Aunt May gets shot by an assassin, and he is pissed pissed and he goes after the shooter i'm pretty sure he like breaks his legs and stuff like that and then right after that he finds out he was an assassin and he goes back to up to the water tower Mm -hmm. where he put his black costume and he put that back on and then he found out that wilson fisk put the hit out Mm. and he went all the way to the jail and uh he let him. He, someone released him. I don't think it was him, but he was standing there and he said, "What? So what? Are you gonna come here and kill me?" And he goes, "No, I'm not gonna do it." And he takes off his mask, takes off his like the top of uh, his Spider-Man costume, and he goes, "I am," as he's Peter Parker, and he runs up and starts beating the shit out of him. Oh my god! And all the prison mates are watching, and they're just petrified they couldn't believe it and he was like what are you waiting for finish it off and he ended up sparing him in the end you know then the did they right kiss? thing no <laughs> no nothing like that did he they, dig they, up aunt may and eat her corpse no what why would that happen jeez it's, it's, like, it's not a zombie it's a power move it's a power move. absolutely that's 100 percent about it john knows what i'm talking about that would have been the right ending to make with that yeah what a felt in an ending oh my god <laughs> Oh my that god. does sound really cool, though. Oh my god, it's such a good comic. I would definitely like. Ah, I would definitely recommend reading that. So, so but good. okay, so Alfred Molina was a sick choice for Doc Ock, though. Let's let's oh talk about god. that for a second. Amazing. That's Absolutely. the best choice you could have oh, made yeah. for that at that time. Yeah. Oh yeah, and really at the time as well, Tobey Maguire was really good. For he the looked first like he was movie. thirty, like all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. For the first the, movie, at, made after, I didn't want a cage match. The end of the train scene, they take off his mask. They see who he is. He's, he's just like a kid. He's like forty-five, <laughs> and he's like he's just a kid. Man, he's no older than my son's age. Yeah, they like, actually just... <laughs> they cut a scene from that movie where they're like, he's he's a homeless man. <laughs> yeah. 
he's he's just a bum on the street. See, stuff like that is like where the writing could have been just a little more appropriate. So where I don't I don't I think at the time they were like, let's just make a really good like how do we elevate the first superhero movie? I don't think their headspace was like, how do we make this a movie where you can wait fifteen years and go back and watch this? You know, that's a good. Oh and I will say, that's a very good point because um, I would I'll always go back and watch the Batman trilogy. Yeah, uh, yeah, hundred percent. Dark Knight, Dark Knight mm-hmm. Rises. They're not, all three of them are great, great takes on the Batman. Films, uh, so you know? good that it's it's crazy how in Dark Knight that opening scene with the Joker's robbing the bank gets me the same amount oh of excited God. every time so cool. and every Chris time could have just like published that scene alone and still won an award <laughs> every an time award. Heath Ledger takes off that rubber mask I still get chills yeah it's, that oh was just God. like so that was I, I so I loved um Joaquin Phoenix's Joker mm-hmm. oh my God fantastic but I th- but Heath is still my favorite because okay that's yeah. that's the Joker that I've always known. And I think loved. I would agree with like that, that one. Actually, I, that's a lie. Mine would be Mark Hamill first. Yes, but I, I'm I'm speaking in the sense of live action Joker. Okay, live action. Yeah, yeah. Because Mark Hamill is like he's the goat. Oh my god, he's top he's tier. the goat as top far as Joker tier. voices. Like that's that's it. There's Absolutely. no one else with him. Well, him and then Troy Baker's was really good. His was um, yeah. His who's was um? Oh my god, I always forget his last name. John, um, who voices. Um, Jake on Adventure Time, um, John something. Oh, um, oh my god! I, I, I'm gonna have I to look it up it. while we talk. Yeah, about this, doesn't but he like, do? Um, he does. He does the Joker does in, in Under Red, the Red Hood. Yeah, Under the Red Hood. Yeah, yeah. he was. Um, oh my god, he was great in that one. Yeah, but um, John Goodman. <laughs> John Goodman. That's who it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. Why so serious? <laughs> <laughs> just stupid things like that. That was more Richard Nixon oh doing god. that than anything. But. I, I would think the saddest thing about those movies is that Heath Ledger died because yeah. the whole aspect of the third movie was gonna be it was John DiMaggio. John DiMaggio. Yeah. Oh, John I, DiMaggio. I am so yes. sorry, John DiMaggio. What an incredible voice actor! Yeah, it's He's absolutely. amazing. He's so good. Um, continue. I'm sorry. No, he, you're fine. Heath dying was t- no, it was, yeah, it was the worst because yeah, they changed that. They came out and said like Heath was going to be a part of the third movie. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now we have to change the entire script around. Well, well that's that the that's the defense of um, that's what I always say in defense of the third movie is you try re- rewriting that movie yeah. after Heath goes seriously, like yeah. you can't do it. I talked about this on a preview. Though the last one I did with Steve, we talked about it a little bit. That's right, you did say that. That's we right. mentioned it, but like. Yeah, it, to have to make a 180 like that. I know. That's yeah. r- that's it's, ridiculous. Um, oh, my God. But he had such it, dedication for that role. Yeah. If anyone's listening out. who works for the movie industry, make sure that your studios have just a stacked uh, mental health program so that when you yeah. force a character or an actor to play a character who's just emotionally deranged and expect them to be like that for more than one movie just yeah, have them seriously. you know yeah yeah you you need that on site there's there's lines and it's sad as actors because sometimes we don't know when we're crossing them and when we're not oh like it's God. hard to be it's on the tough. inside yeah. and and know 
when enough is enough. Especially nowadays, because yeah. everything is so offensive to people now. You yeah. Know? It's very tough to got to tiptoe around it sometimes. So this is this is something cool that you made me think of by just saying that now. So Julie retweeted something the other day about how um, the director, Barry Jenkins, the director of the show that's coming out called The Underground Railroad about um, slavery and going through that, um, he brought in a mental health counselor to help navigate the cast and crew. Oh, wow. Like through those difficult moments. Cause that's I can only nice. imagine what that's like to have to play like people that are trying to escape literal slavery yeah, and, and going through play. Oh, that's so smart to be able to have that on site. But like you made me think of that because some people are thinking progressively and thinking in that way now. Mm -hmm. And that makes me really happy to see that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, wow. it was just sad with Heath. Have you ever seen that old video of Jack Nicholson um, finding out that Heath died um, no. when he's on this red carpet? So he's like, he's on the red carpet and like he, someone says like, did you hear about Heath or something like that? And he's like, huh? And he's like, no, what happened? And like, they were like, he died. And he's like, he did. He, he's like, he's like, what killed him? And they were like overdose or something. And he was like, he like, he's like taking it all in and like, then he's like, hmm. And then he goes, I warned him. Oh, yeah. no way. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like, because oh Jack Nicholson God. said he had a really hard time playing the Joker, too. That's such a, Holy he's such crap. a psychopath that you have to get in this mindset of this completely deranged individual. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and that's scary. Massive. You can see it with Joaquin Phoenix, too. There was that viral clip of him on, I, I think it was other, um, Jimmy Fallon or something like that, mm -hmm. um, where he was skinny as all hell and just flipping oh, out on the cast and crew just because of the role he was trying to play yeah, and bring to the movie. And I was, was like, so... I don't know how this is like sustainable at all. Like to, even with like Joker, Killmonger, just all these characters who are both great and motivating in their own way, yeah. mm -hmm. but they're just so bad mm. like in the in the sense that like the actors have to you can't turn that off like for a day and then you know just go oh, in yeah. like yeah. the next day absolutely. you have to like keep that with yeah. you if you want to keep bringing it you know? I, I remember yeah. I uh I prepared for a role when I did um Huckleberry Finn for mm -hmm. Tom Sawyer I remember um I don't believe you were at college, I believe. So I locked I locked myself in your room and I learned the whole script in one day. Yeah, and I then, remember that. Um the next day they were like, Hey, we need you to have uh like they said to everyone, Hey, we need you all to have accents. Mm -hmm. I was like, Okay, I could try that and I came back the next day with an accent ready. So it, I absolutely agree. You really have to, like, transform into the character. You have to invest, exactly. that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's definitely, like, people think it's just, oh, go in and do it. No, there's work that goes into yeah, it all the yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely. And it's really, yeah. absolutely. really, really hard. Like, it can be draining at times, too, especially for mm -hmm. that. Because you were on stage a good amount of that show for, like, most of the show you Yeah, yeah, I had most of the stage time with Tom Sawyer. That was such a fun show to watch. Uh, oh, it was, a lot, it was a ton of fun. I, I The only thing that I would probably top it with was um either, no, it would be Birds That Stay. Birds That Stay. I, I absolutely love doing Birds That Stay. And uh, 
This theater I acted at is Ghostlight Theater. is a great company. Right up the street, yeah. yeah. Right up the street. Um, but yeah, it's a local theater. Me and Dan have went to for, oh my God, forever. We grew up there. Yeah. They taught us how to act and we yeah. owe everything to them. Like, yeah, honestly. Seriously. They, and, oh my God. But Birds That Stay, such an incredible show, you know. And it was exciting for me because I got to hold a gun, mm-hmm. you know, and I got to shoot it on stage. That was so cool. I was like, oh my God. Of course, God, that's his plans. high point is he got to hold a it, gun. It's, it's so moment. cool. I mean, okay. I was like, what, 14, 15? I, I had to play the kid role and they handed me a gun. Oh, you got dad. to fulfill your life role of holding like, a yes. gun. <laughs> Well, it was cool. You know, I, I didn't Any, expect anything it. Anything to spice your life up. Was Birth at that, that, that Stay uh, that long ago now? When was that? Because <sighs> oh me God. and Julie were dating. So it was like, it was five years ago or less. Not a while ago. So. Um, when did you go to Africa? Uh, I went there in 2015. So it might, it might have been 2016 you did that Maybe, show. yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, because I think I did Huckleberry Finn then, and then the next year I think I did Persis Day. Oh yeah, that, that I be... think that's what happened. Yes, yes, and yes, that is. Because Tom happened. Sawyer, I'm pretty sure was 2015. Okay, I remember so at Ghostlight, I got the role to play a German Nazi soldier. It was <laughs> yeah. like a, that's right. I remember it was like a one minute role. For, oh my like, god, one minute I was stage so, time. I was yeah. so sad because I waited the whole time to see John and he shows up at the end for one minute for a yeah. minute. all the way in the top corner <laughs> I jumped on stage for that one night too it's funny yeah. we played the same part yeah. really? <laughs> but I gotta tell you that one minute felt like a fucking eternity well cause like, you don't uh, normally it's act tough. It's well, tough. no 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 it wasn't the acting it, the acting was simple I just had to stand there and then salute at the end of the minute but that flag Oh my oh, god, so fucking heavy to hold with one hand. I remember the one time I donated blood, and then that same day I had to hold up a sword. Yeah. Like super high up, and I was like, okay, well, could I use my other arm instead? And they're like, no, it has to be this way. I was like, fuck. Jesus. I fucking, I sliced my hand open at Panera the one time, and oh my god, I remember that. Yeah, my dumbass put my hand in the bagel slicer. Oh. Like an idiot. And my nail saved my whole finger from getting chopped <sighs> off because it hit my fingernail. And, like, that's what res- made it resist for a second. Yeah. The, the slicer, the right? Where you go No, down. it was the automatic one. So oh. you just turned it on and oh. go. So, like, I, I was you. reaching for a bagel inside and my Too general quickly. manager turned it on while oh. I had it in. And I didn't realize it. Poor uh, communication. I, like... I'm feeling it just thinking about it. And yeah. I'm shaking I was out my hand. Say, yeah. I can feel the pain. Here, pass me that, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, Huck Finn was... That was cool for you because I had seen you in roles before um, th- that, but that weren't as involved as that one. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you just jump through. You have the script memorized, like, the first day. You have the accent down almost immediately. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're getting... Like, good, really good feedback from that show from people. Tell me what that was like for you, oh experiencing that for the first time. It it was really, it was thrilling. Honestly, it's not even about, I, I enjoy how the audience feels about it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love when they enjoy the show. But when I'm on stage, it's literally, it's one big game of pretend for me. And mm-hmm. I could just hop into a whole different persona. And that's why I was uh, – that was like my first 
big role. Mm-hmm. So I, as soon as I realized that, I was like, oh my god, I gotta get working on this character like immediately. You know, mm-hmm. get him um, top notch and the best I could do it. And um, but yeah, I I was just thrilled that people liked it. You yeah, know? I, you know, I just put my heart and soul into every single one of those roles that I can do. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, you and it really shows, and mm. it shows when you have fun, the audience has fun, and that's oh yeah, that's absolutely. so important. Like people don't realize that that translates, and if you look miserable, it's not going to be a good show. Mm. Yeah, at absolutely. all. I tell my kids all the time when we act, I'm like, you have to stretch beforehand because you want to be as loose as possible. And I tighten my whole body, and I kind of walk around like the Tin Man almost, and I'm like. <laughs> And I'm like, if someone's acting on stage like this and they're walking like this and they're talking like this and I'm always like, yeah, like and barely saying anything. I'm like, do you want to listen to them? And they're like, no. I'm like, if someone's loose and they're screaming and they're being energetic and stuff, do you want to listen to them? They're like, yeah, like they're always. Yeah, it's always the preference that you want with that. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. It's all about being loud and proud. You and DJ were so good in that. And like that was a really great chemistry, especially because you're friends in real life. Yeah, he's. Oh, my God. He's such a great actor. I've always had fun. And now he's uh, he directed and stuff, too. Yeah. You know, yeah. He directed me and noodles. So amazing at that stuff. Mm -hmm. There is. Is, I was I was watching another podcast uh, with Troy Baker in it, and he brought up a really good point of how people, how casting directors look for the roles and stuff like that, and what not to look for, and oh, talking yeah. about the quality of the um, performances. And some people were like, uh, you know, hey Mona, what do you want to get for lunch later at noon? <laughs> and uh, but uh, he was like, yeah, there, there's that. That sounds bad. But if if their perspective on it, if they normally talk like this and then go to, hey, Mona, what do you want to get for lunch? Um, yeah. That Then you can tell that, like, uh, there's an active part of wanting to sound, be, like, that quiet character. Mm-hmm. But okay. if, if, you know, if you're always talking like this and, you know, and there's no transition yeah. in, the, in the voices... Yeah. Then you can tell, okay, this character isn't going to be... Yeah, for each line, there has to be a different form of energy. Yeah, especially, like, even whispers on stage, you have to do a stage whispers where you're like, I don't want that. I want to do this. It's like different people like like that. It's like like you're yelling. And it has different, like, emphasis on it when you do, Mm -hmm. like, things like... Like, you could play around and have such fun with that. Oh, yeah. 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 Using different parts of your throat, too, is is crucial for not getting hoarse. I just... um, Watch the. This is probably going to be the one of many references to all the videos I've seen this <laughs> week. But I just watched a video where, like, uh, uh what was it? Uh, the Marine recruiters use like explain the way they yell. They yell with like the the front of their jaw instead of their throat, so that their throat doesn't get hoarse. Mm. And I was like, that really? is really they don't yeah. use their diaphragm, and I don't think so. It's like you can tell when they're using the bottom of their jaw yeah. versus their throat. That's interesting. And I'm like, this is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> that is really cool. It is. Wow. The voice and movement is so weird. Like the yeah. way you can throw your voice and use it for different things That's is so true. fun. That's true. That's really There's so true. much nuance like, to it. Uh, like in music, how you can go um, falsetto. Yeah, you know, exactly. It's very, you know. Um, it's a, yeah. 
It's, yeah. it's fun to play around with it all is. the time. Well, that's yeah, what it, where, that's where the best right. That's the best uh, voices to come up with are the weird ones that you can do on a different yeah. register and like things like that. Yeah, it's you really come up with different characters that way. I remember, and you know, one of the biggest things that inspired me to act was uh, we had to write a short story in like um, seventh grade. I remember because. Uh, no, it was eighth grade. I remember because John had to do one, and he wrote this story that was like it was about a bear, and uh, he was he killed this hare in the school yeah. we went to. We did not appreciate that. Yeah, but uh, so I had written. I, this I was story. like, fairy tales include like classic fairy tales include yeah. death all the time. What yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> like, why is this not acceptable? I, Jesus. So, when did you say that? How have I never heard this before? Well, it was well. I, I mean, it wasn't really a highlight of my life. It was just like, um, <laughs> what was it? It was a baronet. I it was forgot. a bear and a hare, and it was like, um, but what was it derivative it, of? It what the hare was like lying to the bear over and over again, or something like that. Yeah. and then the bear ended up killing him because yeah, of it. He choked him and then yeah. ate him for dinner. And then and then yeah. the um moral of the story was. Uh, if you lie to a certain point, it could kill you or something like yeah. that, you know? Bruh, the the moral of that story is if you're a damn bunny, you don't lie to the bear. You don't lie to yeah. the thing that's 50 times your size and could just grab you and pop your head off like you're a freaking stuffed animal. That was that was my uh my thinking at the time, too. I was like, well, fairy, if this is a bear and a rabbit and they're like ecosystem the bigger one eats a smaller one yeah so like there's elements of that that show it and they were like no we can't have the killing we just change yeah. it and i was like okay and i changed it on into and they wrote an agreement and they lived happily ever after <laughs> and i was like okay this isn't this is just they got the divorce now. papers in order and they went their yeah. separate ways yeah Good Lord. Um, I want to take a second while we have a moment to plug uh, my cousin Katie's shop. She has a shop on Oliver Street. It's on 408. It's called Wicked Memories. They sell candles and amazing, amazing products. Guys, if you're looking to support local business, especially because this pandemic has been so hard on so many people, you're going to want to donate and go over and check this place out. They have some awesome, awesome stuff. And they also do in-store deals every single Saturday. And this week, if you go in and purchase any two items at the store, you'll receive a free $5 gift certificate for your next purchase, one per customer. But that's a deal you definitely need to take advantage of. So check out Wicked Memories. Again, they are on 408 Oliver Street in North Tonawanda. Wicked Memories, melting memories after dark. Some candlelight. Some candlelight. Some good <laughs> candles. Set some mood. Get some good mood setters with that. That's what I, I, you know, I used to really, I didn't really like candles at all. And then um, one day I took one of mom's, like, um, it was like an apple pie or something like that. An apple pie candle. And I lit it in my room and it smelled amazing. I was like... <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna use a candle. I'm gonna use incense Stole all the it. time. Just jacked mom's so, candle. I remember because John was in the room all the time. He'd be like, "Are, are you gonna put that out soon?" I'd be like, it, "It's fine. <laughs> it doesn't need to be put out." He's like, "Then the, the flame's getting too low. You should put it out." Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. <laughs> I want to go back to for a second something you said because you were talking about how that opinion about the hair was so controversial when you said that, yeah. and you're like. Oh, yeah. You're like, yeah, like 
things happen and they die all the time. Steve, <laughs> the one time, I think it was in fifth grade, I'll never forget, uh, when you did book reports, you presented in front of the class, you know, and all this stuff. And when they got to the part where it was like, your opinion about the book. Everybody always did, the, did I like this because, oh, no. I like this because, I like this. And um, he had read Shiloh, and he came in, and he's reading the book report, and he was like, my opinion. He was like, um, I really didn't like this book. <laughs> and, like, we were all, like, it was such a shock to us because everybody always said they liked the book. And we were like, wait, what do you mean you didn't like the book? He's like, I didn't like the book. You know, the dog died. I didn't I didn't like that part of the book. I didn't I didn't like that it happened. I like dogs. I didn't Dude, like I seeing love, that happen. He's so honest though. He's, he's so, so honest. straightforward. And we're going we're like, you couldn't even find something you liked about the book. He's like, No, there's nothing. Like yeah. we're fifth grade. Dude, it was mind blowing. Like he set a precedent from that point on. Yeah. From then again, I was always like, No, nah, I don't like that shit towards everything. It's like you Absolutely. were turning to each other. You can say that? I thought you had to like the book. That's when the sheep evolved into a wolf. You're not a sheep anymore. Good plot point. The student becomes the master. Exactly. (laughs) Um, How's the video game? Um, For people who don't know, uh, I'm creating a video game based around an idea that starts at the end of time. Mm. And so I'm so very... Do not steal his idea. Um... (laughs) Yeah, I, we'll come. Uh, we'll come find you if you do. Like, we'll I, know. I I definitely know at this point which parts to share and which parts not to share because I think even if someone did steal my idea, I think just my creative process would um, still be entirely unique. Motherfuckers oh, be trifling out here though, so you don't <laughs> want that. True, true. But um, I'm currently a one man studio at the moment. Can't really do much. Don't have an artistic background. Don't have a video game development background but <laughs> i'm rolling up my sleeves and trying as best as i can <laughs> so shit. um oh, yeah. the uh what i can share is that i'm working on a game called project jumpstart and um it's a mystery action game rpg game that um starts at the end of time and you go through different worlds um we're aiming to launch on the ps5 Within the next six years. So, yeah. um, Right now, I finished a trailer. It's called uh, Project Jumpstart um, Teaser under the username John Torres. Um, Sick. Yeah. No way. It's it's up right now. Um, The 4K version is probably still processing on YouTube. But, um, yeah, it's up right now. Check it out. Um, Again, Project Jumpstart. Um, teaser. Um, right now, I'm looking for other developers who are interested to um, like link up, um, get something going, so we can eventually show it to Sony and get it in the hands of a uh, established studio, which is the goal of this. If you if you want to um, come to me and oh start God, like an is. indie game. Um, that won't work because I already have a vision for this game and it's getting it into the hands of it's making this game go as triple A as triple A can get. Oh yeah. So, I'm so um, if you want this right now. Oh, you found it. <laughs> yeah. I okay, that's it. that's great. That's super accessible then. Um yeah, go check it out. It's called Project Jumpstart. Yeah, look up um, teaser though. 
look up Project Jumpstart Teaser. Yeah. That's how I got it. Um, yeah. Check that out, really, because John's been pouring a lot of time into this, and I yeah. know it's really oh, good. Yeah. He creates nothing but good content, so go look and go support. Maybe we can yeah. even, like, are do you think you're going to, like, crowdfund for this game, or what do you think is going to go on for it? Crowdfunding would definitely be something that could, you know, start the snowball effect for this game yeah, getting in help. here, yeah. getting getting like a proof of concept for this game. Sure. Um, but I don't think crowdfunding is the way to go. I think I just want to get a, a capable programmer to um, help animate um, character movement and stuff like that. Um, all stuff that I can do, but it's super time consuming. Um, I'm watching, um, how to's on YouTube. Um, and it's still taking me like 30 minutes just to get my character to walk. Right. Mm -hmm. So if someone who can do that in like five minutes, definitely hook up with me. So yeah, yeah. hit them up. Yeah. Hit them up everywhere. You can just like send smoke signals into the sky and John will find you. I'll I'll catch it. I'll look, I'll be looking up and I'll catch it. He's a tracker like that. Like we've seen that. He'll just like hunt people down. Like he's got that FBI blow where he's just like. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, but definitely even if you leave it in the comments, I'll I'll definitely be reading them and reach out to you. While you're at it, Johnny, I am looking for. Uh, any animators that can help? Me and my friend Blake are trying to write uh, a couple of shows of our own. Uh, Blake is writing his own anime. I am writing my own uh, cartoon uh, superhero show. Ooh. Um, yeah, it's going to be called Nightmare. I'm super excited for it. That's really um, cool. No one steal that either. Yeah, no one steal it. You <laughs> trifling ass. Sarah's like, we'll find you. <laughs> I mean, there are just so many ideas that are similar, and those ideas work in their own way. I mean, look at, uh, there's three that come to mind. There's uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild that really started the whole wave. Then there's Genshin Impact, where it's essentially a Chinese version of Breath of the Wild. Um, If if people don't know, Breath of the Wild is Japanese through and through, and... uh, Miho Yo, the people behind Genshin Impact, have become very inspired by Breath of the Wild. And there's also Phoenix Rising. And all those games in their own respect are really successful. Yeah, Phoenix Rising, I would say, is the most similar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah probably. Absolutely. I would say that's definitely the most similar yeah. to all of them. Um, but yeah, you can definitely um, be inspired by ideas and be successful. So take like stealing ideas, as long as you credit them and... Uh, and and go on your own. I think that is taking someone's idea at the early stage really leads to vastly that, different products. Yeah, yeah, look at Thomas Edison. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, like, but that was an idea at the end of its uh, stage. So, like, for example, if you take Ben's idea, Nightmare, and make your own animation of it, I don't it. Yeah. think it's going to be substantially similar to his since right. he hasn't shared details on his... That's Project, a good point. That's know? fair. That's, you know? fair. That's a very good point. <laughs> Sound like Edison where he was like, the light bulb's mine now. Yeah. It's mine. Yeah, Edison took the light bulb when it was already done. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, what an asshole. Yeah. We credit him for so much, but he was kind of a dick. Yeah. I created the, what is it called again? The light bulb. The light bulb. Well, that's me. Just I did like, it. Just like all of like the sayings Ben Franklin gets credited for, more than half of them are like Native American phrases that like, 
he just like said to people yeah. and they were like, yo, did you think of that? And he was like, yeah, yeah man, I did. Like, <laughs> oh, dis- don't disrespect my boy Ben Franklin, all right? I had to dress Mike, up with the same yeah, name. I- no, because I had to dress up as him a couple times. Oh, yeah, for, I remember for, for my, NTC functions. Yeah, for that, I think I did it once. How cute! Is it weird being back here for you guys? Oh my god, it's so a bizarre. little bit. Yeah, it's, it's not as weird for me, only because me and Tyler did a lot of work in the building. Yeah, I was so gonna we say. were seeing what it was turning into now. Yeah, and now it's like. Holy crap. But John, you haven't been here in here in years. Yeah. Probably close to a decade. Now. Probably now. Yeah. Well, is that sign still on? Probably the, over I was here so it so. has been twelve years since I've been in this building. Wow. Yeah. Holy crap. Holy shit. Yeah. That's, what was that like incredible. for you having like school shut down and have you guys like switching schools and things like that? Um what it a, was it was not Something I couldn't overcome. I knew I could do it. Yeah. But it was definitely helpful that um, when Madeline Miller and when Cody Barone being like going to the same, like switching to the same school in Mm -hmm. sixth grade, that definitely helped me um, not be a fish out of water over there. So that was huge. And that was just, you know, luck of the draw. We all. Uh, it was sort of like, uh, what school are you going to? And we had our boards down, and then when we revealed the answers, they were all the same. Yeah, exactly. And it was like, oh, yeah. this is cool. Yeah, I was, was going to really say, because cool. at first it sucked um, leaving NTC. And I remember specifically, I was crying on the bus on the last day. <laughs> Tyler was there, and he goes, Ben, it's going to be okay. Don't worry. And John looked at me and went, no, it's not. <laughs> 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 always the optimist like, why would you say that <laughs> <laughs> always had to be on the opposing side <laughs> it's gonna be okay but no it's not what an asshole <laughs> jesus christ i mean what's a great story without a good conflict you know? <laughs> that's fair that is fair you gotta have a, you gotta have your protagonist I yeah. that guy. and your antagonist but it, but it wasn't bad you know um especially like john said um most of my classmates went with me too yeah, you know, it was um, you know, oh my god, I wish they could see it. My friends like uh, Jack, Thomas, uh, they would love this place right now. Yeah, they, 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 oh my god, it's weird being back in here though. It's cool really being is. back in here. It's yeah. it's weird knowing like all the memories I have where I'm like, oh, like Steve threw up here in fourth grade, or like, <laughs> or like oh, there's where Dave pulled the fire alarm, or like, mm-hmm. uh, or like oh, the school was smoking yeah. and Jimmy bolted through those doors like the one time. <laughs> Like, just all the... I, the I see, only, like, old memories playing yeah, all the time. The only real memory I had... Well, of this room, I should say, is um, I used to come here with... um, Oh, my God. Sister Joanne. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and John were talking about this earlier. Uh, this I used to... Uh, be in the chorus with her. Yeah. And this is where they would come and practice. Oh, see, I never used this room for anything. Really? I think I had Spanish in I, here I one year. I thought this year. was the eighth grade room. No, um, mm-hmm. I when Miss Ignasiak was here, uh, she was downstairs in the corner room. Um, oh. Yeah. What she, was home room then? Home room was Mrs. Ignasiak's for oh, eighth that, with that me. Oh, that was. Yep, okay. yep. So, like, that one was. Oh, that's right, because it had that con- that kitchen connected off of it, right? No, not Isn't in the it? basement, but like on the first floor. That was oh. Mrs. Sakura's room when I was down there. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's weird how much I remember from this building. 
know, it is weird. I remember I wanted to show Mrs. Sakura a bone that I didn't know. A bone? Yeah, we found it in the backyard. Yeah, you and, did. Yeah. What? It was... Like in well, our backyard or the school's backyard? Our backyard. Our yeah. backyard? And for some reason, when whenever you get like a bone in the backyard, it was like you and you're 10 years old, you're like... It automatically wasn't one of assume Satch's it was a dinosaur. Bones? No, no, no. You automatically assume it's like a dinosaur bone or something like that. And so I showed it to Mr. Holvinsky, and he was like, yeah, it's just probably, I don't know, a bone or something. <laughs> he didn't really have an answer for me, and I was like, oh, it's not that special anymore. <laughs> so, like, I for some reason, I was like, was Mrs. Sakura a... She specialized in rocks, right? I don't know what the fuck she specialized in. <laughs> but I was like, oh, science... Bones, they're they're interchangeable. I I guarantee you, if I showed it to her, she was like, "John, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. <laughs> it's a bone." You guys would believe anything as kids. Like when I told oh you that God. you guys had an older brother named Eddie that lived in Mexico that m- mom and dad never talked to, <laughs> and you guys believe. Yeah, oh, but man. think of the concept if that was true. <laughs> That was the most like that I would be crazy. I, I could not have thought of a more stereotypical name for you to guys to like almost listen to <laughs> rather than our, my our brother Eddie that lives the, in Mexico. The one I remember. Yeah, the but most. we also knew about Eddie Guerrero, and he was a uh, that's was Hispanic. Yeah, yeah, that's why I called him. That's Eddie. a good point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's hanging on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> when you asked mom that day, and you were like, "Mom, what happened to Eddie?" It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It's like laughing so Dude, hard. I'll, I'll never forget, though. I remember the one time you told me, because we've never been to Disney World or Disneyland Mm-mm. either. I remember the yeah. one time um, I kept complaining about it so much. Dan looked at me and he went, Ben, I didn't want to tell you this, but we went a long time ago when you were like three, four years old and you sung the national anthem there. And mom got $2,000 from it and put it in a savings account so that you could have it for college. And I looked at him I was like, what? And it was like so in depth. I, I had to believe it. And that, as soon as I was about to ask mom, he was like, "No, it's not true." It's <laughs> like, "Son of a bitch, two thousand dollars." Any gone. bullshit I could say to make you shut up, I always used to like <laughs> just come up with. Yeah, that's why I rambled for so long. So I'd just be like, "Oh, I need the two of them to shut up for a little bit." Uh, what can what, I do? You know what we can bury up though is that uh. That small video camera you used to have, remember that? Oh my god! Oh my god! So many horrible home videos. Oh, that thing's been quarter? dead for years. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those oh, that yeah. little flip cam that had a factory defect. But yeah, that's what we recorded. Screw you, Pikachu on back in the that's day. Right. Yeah. I remember John. We were filming another one. It was a uh, Pokemon on steroids, but we were just too dumb to do it. I was too dumb. I should say. <laughs> But um, you were dumb. John was checked out. He didn't want to do it. But much. John, yeah, you put it on the table, and he comes spinning it around. And Dan told him, like, "Stop doing that! Stop!" <laughs> <laughs> One take, he did it. The camera fell straight off the table and almost <laughs> broke. And Dan was like, "That's it. Get out!" And you could hear it on the camera. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. I don't all. remember that either. Oh, <laughs> funny. Remember, was that little round table? He kept spinning it. That's it. it. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> that just seems like a typical fed remember, up thing I would say. You were so you were so pissed off 
And then all of a sudden we watched it like the next day and you were laughing your ass. Probably so funny. <laughs> I loved catching myself in ragey moments during that. Like you jumped on Satchel one time and I, it was on camera. And the, like, oh me my flipping God. out on you was also I on camera. I remember that. I can't believe I did that. Hilarious. And I was like, I'm sorry, buddy. And you were like, get out. And I was like, what did I do? You're telling me you didn't <laughs> jump on the dog. And like there's video footage of you jumping on the dog. <laughs> And then you guys said you were going to film a video called The Case of the Missing Dog. I was like, how'd you come up with that idea? And you were like, you were saying it earlier in the video. So I was looking for Satch and The Case of the Missing Dog. Yeah, I remember. Dog. Yeah, he growled at your ass because you jumped oh on him. Oh, my God. He was so pissed. Yeah, oh my God. rightfully so. <laughs> if you jumped on my ass while I was taking absolutely. a nap, I'd I, suplex you through a wall. Yeah, I, I have no defense to that. I, I just shouldn't have done it. <laughs> I shouldn't have. It's just oh being God. a young kid. Like, that's it. I miss him so much. I know. I He's do, too. Such, he was such a good dog. Yeah. He was the homie. Oh he was the God. best dog he you could have ever asked for, man. I, I love honestly, that dog so much. It, it's hard because... Um, me and my fiance Casey, we really want to get a um, a puppy, but only when we have a new apartment and when we have the space for it and stuff. But, Gonna take out a honestly, second loan on the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, and so for you those like, who don't know, a ferret, yes, five cats, have, four yeah. dogs, two fish, and a partridge in a pear tree. Ah, oh, you stole have... my punchline, you dick! <laughs> you absolute dick. We have approximately three cats, uh, three birds, and a ferret. Yeah, for fuck's sake. I, three, I three, and one? I know. Three, three, and one. Three, three, and one. Casey wants to make it four, three, and one. You did have you did have the guinea pig, though. Yeah, we had two guinea pigs, and then um, but those were uh, our friends Becca's, mm-hmm. uh, and she took those back. So we were only like hanging on to them, so they had a place to stay. You should it. charge like um, people to keep them, like an animal loan. Yeah, you yeah, should I'll, to keep them at my house. Yeah, keep them in my personal animal loans. <laughs> oh my god, that could be a thing. That really could. How be a would thing. that even work? Though? Uh, I don't. Well, know, is, but we isn't that just called the a daycare? No, no, no. <laughs> because something yeah. has to grow. Like if you, let's say, if you <clears throat> deposited two guinea pigs off to a place and they got five in return that would be like a savings account almost but like how would i'm confused because the other person would be gaining two other guinea pigs though you would give you would like buy three more i guess and then give it to them (laughs) i don't know but like to have um to have animals loaned to you i guess like given to you and then what is given back in return like one less as time goes on or one more like how would that even work i don't know some kind of interest yeah that's a good point yeah Yeah, like what side does the interest go on i don't know these are things we have to think of for the patent like that's (laughs) exactly this is all worked out in in the boardroom dude what would would the name be Oh man, what can we name it? Um, animal loans, some simple, something. You animal loans, I yeah. like that. <laughs> animal loans, something you can type on Google yeah, and yeah, it'd be would, the first search. Yeah, that would be the commercial sort. The animal loan. <laughs> <laughs> Every time they hear it, they would know that's ours. That's it. That's where you need. Yeah. That's what we're doing. And that's where we're going to. <laughs> 
You guys are ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Veering back to um, to Satch, though, um, one of my favorite memories of him is, uh, and I, I can't believe I'm admitting this here on the podcast, but oh lord, I was the one that made him afraid of the vacuum. Oh, for so, God's that, sake! I, it wasn't on purpose. So we had the me and Satch had this little game we played where the vacuum was a prisoner, and he was out of control. And Satch would be the one rounding him in. But after a while, he just didn't want to be near the vacuum. Anymore. No wonder it's loud as shit. He doesn't want to be around it. Well, he was like biting at it and stuff. So it, it was sucks up things and rolls pretend. over. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be around that either if I'm a dog and have no idea what's going on. I can't so Ben, it was a game. The, the, I was the, young. The giant, it was a game. To the to the small, defenseless animal, it was a... I wouldn't call oh, him yeah, small and defenseless. defenseless. He was a giant-ass dog, yeah. I remember I walked him one time, and all of a sudden, he just, like, this lady passed by, and he just nipped at her for no reason. He never did that. And I was I like, that was at a point where he was well-trained, and he never did that before. I was like, oh, my God, I was so sorry. She was like, it's fine, no worries, and just took off. So I was wondering if maybe she had something, like, weird on her, and Satch was like, that's not good, yeah, and, like, bit at her. I don't know. He don't always know. nipped at certain people. I don't know. What I remember when he bit that mailman. He bit the mailman? It was, no, the, remember it was that? the paper boy. Oh, the paper boy. Yeah. I remember we were all sitting on the porch. Oh, and he was I chained wasn't there up. For that, but you weren't there? No. I thought yeah, you were. Just, no, it was no. just you and me. And then Dad was there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dad, oh my God, Dad was pissed. Yeah. He was so mad about. He was like, "I, you have to be under control, Satch. I can't believe you did this." I was like, "I'm sorry. I can't believe." It. I forgot about that. Oh my God. Yeah, I forgot he used to do that. Oh well. So, yeah, he was a good boy. Though. Every rose has his thorns. Exactly. He's exactly. A, he was a little boy. feisty boy. My favorite part was um, in 2018, I was working overnight at Walmart. God, why did I ever do that? Anyway, <laughs> I came home at around 2 or 3 for my break. And then Satch would come down and we would just chill out for an hour. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. yeah. That, was, yeah. That, was, that, that was the best one. Um, when you would just come home and he would just... Um, sit next to you for an hour or two and just hang out. That was one of the biggest things. I would get home, I wouldn't even sit on the couch. I would just sit on the floor with Satch the whole time. Yeah. He was always just there. Like, he always just wanted to be in, like, the oh, presence yeah. of people. Oh, yeah. And it was nice. And he loved Mom. Yeah, he, he did. Was, you know what I found out? Remember how he used to growl and then lick you? Yeah. It, that I guess that's supposed to mean, like, I, like I'm mad at you. But I still like you. <laughs> like, I guess so that's what that's supposed to mean, or something. Or like you did something wrong, but they're still happy with you. You know, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Uh, so you're just mad for no reason all the time. <laughs> like mad, but I lick you face. Like, and yeah. It's probably like you jump on me all the time, you little kid. <laughs> and I don't want to be in your face, but you're in my yeah. face all the time. So I'll lick you to make you go away. Because I know that's how you go away. You're going to be the horse this time. Yeah, I exactly. <laughs> Trying to jump out down the stairs on him all the time. <laughs> I, was, I was not a smart kid, oh, okay? I was not smart. I remember, remember um, <laughs> I was very gullible as a kid. So our oh, cousin no. Vincent had told, us the one t- had told me the one time, because I was annoying him, 
He said, you know, if you jump off of something really, really high, you'll grow wings and fly. I was like, really? So I tried jumping off the roof of one of the cars. Mom was so much shit. Why would you tell him that? Yeah, she was real <laughs> mad at Vince so that day. Mad at me. You're ridiculous. I don't know why you even believed him in the first place. You're young, dumb, and gullible, but... Well, I, I, you know, That's any exactly chance why. to be a superhero. That's, yeah. That's I don't know. any chance I'll take. The number one power I would always take is flying. I would love to fly. That that would be That's so, so generic, though. I don't know what I would do. Flying miss. or swinging webs? Because mm. both are flying. in the air and going pretty fast. Flying, because I, I could go over oceans and stuff. If I if I webbed there, I wouldn't be able to get through Yeah, I would like say that. flying. I would say flying. Yeah. yeah, but doesn't flying require, like, energy? I don't know. Probably. But I just eat a lot. That's that's always the biggest. Yeah. I've not, I've always think about that. Like, what kind of – how would that work? Does that take, like, some sort of muscle energy <laughs> to move your entire body to just – Send yourself and fly. Like I don't know. You're just you aerodynamic, yourself, I guess. Yeah. Do you just think of yourself as super lightweight and you just? I'd have to go. I had have to go back and watch uh, Invincible one more time. But I don't feel like. Watching <laughs> oh, did you show. watch it? Yeah, oh it was. It was amazing. Oh my god! So I I haven't seen it yet, but I Thank read Mark. so much of the comics uh, like six years ago. Really? Yeah. And it was like this independent comic that it was just amazing. And I've heard like they speed a lot up in the actual series, which is cool. Yeah, that was the only way I knew about the series was because I saw your collection. Mm -hmm. And I was like, whoa, this like – I couldn't put it down when I read it. Uh, it I was the only one with fresh eyes, I think. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I I hadn't like read the whole comics though. Like I didn't. I only took glimpses at it. Yeah, I I only know certain to a certain point of it. Mm. So now it, there's a lot of stuff that I would. Oh my, yeah. Know. Now now I watched a uh, a full summary on like what happens to Invincible and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I watched a little YouTube video of it. Oh my god, it, it's incredible. If the series goes with that, I think it will be. Absolutely incredible. That's some crazy it's, shit. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god! Like the last scene with Mark in the comics is great. I went, it's I went so to the comic book store the one time, and they had like an issue of that comic that was uh, there for twenty five cents, and the guy paid for it for me. He was like, no he was like, way. He was like, I always recommend this comic to people, and I pay for the first issue so that you know that it's what? like that it's legit. At Haley? No, at um, Queen City Comics, oh, yeah, Queen okay. City Bookstore okay. on Main Street in Amherst. They're uh, they're one of the go to comic book shops in the area. Mm. They just have everything. That's where I've gotten your stuff um, a yeah. lot. Um, Haley's is really good too, but he was only taking cash for a while. And that's like in this day really? and age, you got it. Yeah. yeah, I feel like you got to boost it up. But if you got cash, go to Haley, support their business. Absolutely. There are a lot of great comic book businesses around here. Oh that my you can god, check so out. many. Yeah, yeah. Most of my signed comic <clears throat> books are from you. Yes, like my I have um, Batman Journey into the Night and then Nightwing. Mm-hmm. It was issue one through ten and one thousand, all signed. Yeah, that's so amazing. Uh, Tyler's friend Tristan was over. He was like, "You have so many great comics here. They're worth so much money. How did you get all these?" I was just like. I just got him from my brother. <laughs> from my brother. Don't kill me, please. <laughs> and he was like so thrilled to see all of it. I was like, 
I, I don't know. I, I didn't realize it was that good. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So good. It's yeah, so, I just, so good. I just collect them to collect them. They're so good. And then um, the Miles Morales comics. I still want to read those because I remember when that first issue came out, um, everyone hated it. They they hated the concept of, oh, why would you kill off Peter Parker? That's so dumb. And like the comics, um, not the new Spider-Verse movie, mm-hmm. though. Um, they were all so pissed that they would kill off Peter Parker. And then I went there like maybe a month or two later to get a new cop to, to get a new issue of the comic there was not one that i could find like, wow that was on that was following the story there was like one secret wars issue with him in it and i but that was vocal minority always that one <laughs> yeah i know i know it was i couldn't believe it i was like how did this blow up so fast yeah out of nowhere it was oh my god it was so i I love Peter Parker, but mm. I think Miles Morales is my favorite one. Miles is awesome. He's so he's, I love him. His powers are cool. Mm-hmm. The, the camouflage and the shock. Um, but Peter is always he'll always. Oh, be he's one the, of the OG. OGs. He's he's, he's, he's so he is amazing. the OG. Like he's he's the only Spider-Man yeah, for the like, most part. But Miles is just he's a different one, and yeah. that's what makes him so cool and so unique. I feel. And like. one of the best things about Spider-Man is the fact that. Captain, he, I remember he used his spider sense to jump in front of a bullet for Captain America. Mm-hmm. And he was rushed to the hospital and everything. And Captain America leaned over and he whispered into his ear, like, one day you're going to be the best of all of us. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized, like, he is the best. He's like, legit. He's so yeah, I definitely, good. I don't think... That line, because when you explained it to me the first time, it was like, oh, since he's only a teen and he's this strong, when he's an adult, he's going to be even stronger, like better in terms of strength and agility and stuff like that. Yeah. Taking that with the line that Aaron Davis says at the end, I think it was more of a describing his, uh, his, you know, empathy and like soft skills and stuff like that, you know. And I think he was okay. he's only gonna get smarter too. Yeah. I think that's the oh, thing is oh, like yeah. once he hones his like combat skills <clears throat> yeah. and like oh, yeah. gets smarter about his fighting, like sometimes you feel someone's power and like see potential and they're mm-hmm. like, Oh, if they just tighten up certain things. Oh my things. god. Uh yeah. a show that does that perfectly is uh that new an- that anime Demon Slayer. Absolutely mm-hmm. watch that show. It is so good. I just saw the new movie for it. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. I've heard good I, things I was about on Demon Slayer. The edge of my seat most of the movie. And I could the ending was a shocker. Blake, if you're listening to this, he lost his sword again. I can't freaking believe that. It's uh I'm sorry, it's just uh it pisses me <laughs> off. You just spoiled the whole thing. Oh, that's no you're that's fine. a small snippet. That's a small snippet. No, I'm being a No, dick. I know. <laughs> no worries. I'm out here being ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's a oh I need to watch more animes cuz I I oh just God. need well, Yeah, to. me and Casey have been on an anime binge mm-hmm. recently. I don't know why. Um I really want to I have to finish my Hero Academia. John's been really Absolutely. pushing me to yeah. yeah. John's been really pushing me to do that. Um Oh, it's not. The latest I start, episode was a banger. Yeah, I want to start uh, Castlevania. I heard that one's a very good show. Yeah. Um. Oh my God, what else? I love watching completed shows, like 
things when an anime announces that its final season comes out soon or is out or just released, it's more appealing to me in a way because I know that I'm not going to be like missing out on anything. Like, let's say I watch three seasons of an anime that's not done yet. Okay. And then two years later, I sort of fell off and, you know, I just don't get back on. I'm missing a huge chunk of that story That's and lore and character development and stuff like that. So when I feel like the best time to get into an anime is when like the final season or even a new season is coming out so that you can well, then, catch up on it. And well, then, then how do you feel about My Hero Academia since that's still going, you know? Right. Um, I feel like I am at a point because I actually thought... Uh, season five was supposed to be the last one, but it turns out it's oh, not. No, yeah. So no. now I'm sort of like, okay, I feel like this is a show that I just feel like I can vibe with for a while. Um, and so I watched all four seasons in about like four or five days and then started oh, wow. the new season. What? And then started watching that. Like 24 hours or just like... Four or five days. Damn, No, bro. yeah, like, did you... Not 24 hours. Did you take like a full uh, 12 hours each day to watch it or was it Pretty like Pretty much. Breaks? Yeah. It was like. Wow. Uh, You're a psychopath, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really have anything better to do and I was like, you know what? Anime. Like, no, yeah. That's, just that's awesome. It, you know? Honestly, the one that I really want to get back into is um, the show Fairy Tale. Do you remember? Yeah, that, I remember Dan? Fairy Tale. That was very good. I, I They only had one season on Netflix and then I never watched it again. And then I mentioned it to Blake and I was like, hey, I wish they had more seasons. And he was like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? There's tons. I look at, I look online. There's like 20 seasons. Yeah, I've only seen one. I was like, holy shit. I have a lot to catch up on. Mm-hmm. That's like. For, when did we start that? That had to be like three seasons a year. Probably. Oh, yeah. That oh, they yeah. just released. Just like, them just, out. And then one piece them is out. still putting out episodes. Yeah. yeah. And they're not planning on stopping at all. One Piece is a little bit older than Fairy Tale, though, right? Yeah, it, like it came older. out around uh, the same time as Dragon Ball. That's a Shonen yeah, Jump but- one. Dragon, like the original Dragon Ball, that's yeah, like an 80s yeah, show. Like original Dragon Ball. Yeah, so I'm I can understand sure why One Piece has like almost a thousand episodes. Yeah, yeah. that would that makes it had sense. like thirty years of like time to build upon. Yeah, that's a good point. But speaking of that, like what I I can be completely comfortable like falling off a of Dragon Ball Z Kai because now that series is just in a ridiculous place with how much has changed <laughs> like oh. it, they're on like what they're on super saiyan version 50 now like no it's just no, absolutely ridiculous not... okay so the plan is because i hope everyone knows about ultra instinct goku or that's a spoiler i'm sorry um the plan is that is his final final form they like, always say that they always not, say, no, say that it's not it, it's true that's like because the whole thing about Ultra Instinct is it's the style of fighting and defending without thinking whatsoever. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, instinct, you yeah. know. You see what's um, coming to you. Uh, it's it's a typical... Um, you I see think... it coming before it happens. No, no, no. It's a typical... I think it might be like Air Nomad or some type of nomad where they detach themselves from the universe so that they only see what is and when you're fighting if you're not thinking about anything and only seeing what is 
and reacting to what is at the time that it happens, then you can really That's just a good point. block anything. Because I remember anything. when we took karate, I kept asking uh, our teacher, Mr. Wood, look at him and I would go, well, what if, and he goes, let me stop you there. There's yeah. no what no ifs what if. that. No. Just, yeah. uh, I was like, okay, but what if, and he would no, there are no what ifs. So but, okay, also, okay. at the same time, but what if? At the same time, the questions were always like, what if you're at the edge of a cliff? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, this is never going to happen. I'm not even going to entertain this. <laughs> what if I was next to a pole and I could spin around and kick the guy with it? <laughs> he's, he's, he's like, sure, whatever. Anime logic. That's all anime. Exactly, yeah. exactly. That's all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Annie, um, you were talking about Ultra Instinct. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's the whole style of fighting and defending without thinking. And I suppose it, it's supposed to be a lifestyle of just move without thinking, mm-hmm. kind of like that. And so that, I believe, is why it's supposed to be his final, final form because um, it's not – a power up which he's using it as right now it's supposed to be a lifestyle that you just live you know yeah and that one, i think that's pretty cool it's cool you guys make me want to watch way more anime the way you're talking about oh it because it's cool as hell it's so- we have an anime podcast starting on this network soon which will be cool you do yeah yeah oh my um, god I'm i don't so know on too it. many details but we're definitely i'm so on it we're definitely working towards it but it'll be, be cool dope. to have that. Our network's expanding. Yay. <laughs> Love it. Going quick. Oh, that is so cool. Uh, where can we find you guys for those listening? Uh, you could find me on Instagram and Twitter. I normally don't use Twitter. I, I sometimes use Instagram. Uh, it's uh, at Benny underscore C underscore T. Mm-hmm. What about you, Johnny Boy? Uh, you can find me on Instagram. My username is John Torres ninety nine or John underscore Torres ninety nine. No H in the name, and you can find me on Twitter with the same name, no underscore. So that's John Torres ninety nine on both Instagram and Twitter. Sick. I'm at Average Ordinary Pod on Instagram. Um, I'm at Average Ord Pod on Twitter. Um, your average ordinary on Facebook, like us there, subscribe, rate, um, keep listening because the viewership has been really awesome, and I'm so thankful for every viewer that we've been getting. Check out our network at bicbp-radio.com and uh, look for our awesome shows there because we have so many cool shows. Guys, thank you for coming on tonight. Of course, you guys are awesome. I love you Spend so much. Been my honor. Seriously, it's you, uh, you guys this will have is... to come back. We've got plenty more to talk Absolutely. about. Absolutely, you'll be on for more episodes. This, in this the studio is awesome. I, I want to make it my new hangout. It's great. <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely hang out here. We could it's probably so stream cool. games here and stuff like oh, that. Oh, absolutely. In the future. I'd be. Oh my god, the setup you have, you could absolutely stream. Yeah, it's so cool. One hundred percent. John, plug your video game one more time too, because I want people yeah, to see the trailer right. for it. Uh, it's called Project Jumpstart Teaser is the name we're working with right now. So um, check that out. Um, blow up the view account. Like, subscribe, uh, share with your friends, all that. I mm-hmm. might make a GIF, but I don't know if we're at that stage yet. So, yeah, But do it and get it some traffic. Let's see if, like, oh, yeah. it can't hurt, you know? Yeah, Absolutely. Exactly. Anything but, can help. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Exactly. So definitely check that out. Cool. Well, we'll be back to do more brother episodes in the future. Um, for now, we'll sign off next week. I'm hoping to have Matt DeVita on the podcast. We're going to talk more theater. We're going to talk lights and design. We're going to talk crazy theater stories that we've both been around for. But for now, uh, stay in your best mental state. Have a great week. And we hope to see you next week on Your Average Ordinary. Bye, guys. Bye. but no politics, okay? And new episodes come out every Sunday on... PS4!